Amen. Wow, I'm so glad to be your pastor. I look at you and I'm happy. Blessed are those who hear the truth in this age. For they have a portion and they be partaker of the next age. This is my birthday week. Amen. And I decided to dedicate this birthday to remember Christ's Tabernacle, India. Especially from Chandigarh to Kabul to Orisha. We have CFT in Orisha, we have CFT in Kabul. Our headquarters in India is Chandigarh, pastored by Pastor Qatar and his wife. We have CFT now in Delhi. Really, the Delhi church is springing up. They, they sprang up in Delhi in several, you know, several cells. The people of Delhi, I was told, when they heard about Apostle Williams, they sought for some evidences, and they were given copies of the book that I wrote on my encounter with the Lord Jesus and His Holy Angels. And they read those books in Hindi because Pastor Qatar has translated that book to Hindi. And when they saw the encounters there, they started to seek God and they said, This is the man they want to identify with. And they started to seek God and they began to have encounters. Same thing happened to our church in um, Punjab. The, the person who pastors our church in Punjab is a military officer. A former Sikh. He read the book that I wrote on my encounters with Jesus Christ and his holy angels. And in that book, I wrote, they are not just my encounters, I wrote things that Christians can do and have the same encounters. That is the major reason why I wrote it. I wrote that book when Jesus appeared to me. In 2007, and in that appearance, he said to me, start writing books now. And my obedience to the first instruction of Jesus to write book, I said, what can I write if not about my lover, Christ himself? And I wrote about my encounters with Jesus and his holy angels. Now, the, the minister now, they remember, in um, in a, in a, Punjab read it and he started to pray as I instructed there and he started to seek God. He went into seeking God for a while. He came out with some dynamic manifestation. One of the manifestations was that he attended a wedding. And in that wedding, there was a madman who had been known in the area mad for years. He was so mad that he had a sore that could not be healed. And that's so hard eating up his flesh that you can see his bones while he's standing. An ordinary man will have died, but when a man is tormented by evil spirits, they will make sure he doesn't die while they are afflicting and tormenting him. So, suddenly the madman came into the wedding, wedding ceremony, and people scattered, you know, very ferocious madmen. 
And so, two pastors stood up against the madman, and the madman stopped. He looked at them. He said, I know you, and I know you. I know what you did last week. You cannot stop me. And he rushed towards those pastors, and the pastors fled. And the madman ran after them, and suddenly that our member, having read my book on my encounter with the Lord Jesus and his holy angels, and began to seek God, something rose inside him, and he stood up and blocked the madman. So that the madman now was between, he was between the madman and the pastors who ran, they already fell. He said, stop! And the madman stopped. And he looked at him, and he put his two hands together, and he bowed his head to the ground. And said, I know you, you are a man of God. Please don't cast me out of this place. And that pastor, Pastor Sin said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come out of this man. And the power of God threw the madman to the, to the clouds, hit him on the, on the ground. And these demons were screaming as they ran out of him. And the wedding ceremony turned to a revival place. And this pastor said, in my book, I wrote about the healing of the madman of Tologo in Togo. A man who was mad for 40 years that I encountered when I went on my mission on one of my birthdays. How Jesus healed that man. And so, when this madman came to the meeting, he said to himself that if Jesus can heal the madman in Africa through my spiritual father, I can heal this one too. And that was how he took his step. And the church blew up. What about the woman from one of the mountains in the Himalayas? A woman who read the book, part of our members there, and as she was seeking God, the power of God visited her. And then as the power of God began to manifest, she began to teach a group of people, like a home group. And God began to move in manifestation of healing and stuff. And the news spread. And people who were afflicted by demons started coming to that home group. And it became a church. And they brought to her a girl who is a, was a shrine girl. And who was possessed by this evil spirit that sought to kill her. And they have taken that girl to every uh, Hindu priest in the mountains. Because they have all these shrines on the mountains. Those of you who went you remember... And to no avail. And they brought the girl to this sister, a member of Christ's faith tabernacle. And so she lay hands on that girl and rebuked the evil spirits. And when she rebuked the evil spirit, the manifestation was so loud, the, the spirit were making loud noise through that girl that they had three miles away. And the people who had three miles away began to come from all the villages. Those of you who were with me to, to the Himalayas, you will recognize that it's a range of mountains that go like that. And you have the valley cities now. And people were coming from all the range of mountains, about three miles, a new spread to the five miles away, and they started coming. They were rushing down. It took hours for them to come in, and the, the girl was there. By the time many of them got there, 
the girl had been healed. And they met a long queue of people who came and they saw the manifestation and they were asking that this sister should pray for them. And this is how that sister became the pastor of Christ with Tabernacle in another village near Kabul. Can I say to you also, it didn't end there. As God began to move and many Hindus were getting saved, some Hindu priest men got angry and said, let us go and destroy her. And they carried, you know, buttons like this baseball button. All of them, over 30, and they surrounded the entrance. And when the woman heard, the people in the fellowship said to the woman, don't go out to them, they are mad. He said, what are you talking about? I will confront them. And she opened the door, as she came out, all these men with baseball bats threw their baseball bats away and fled. She ran after over 30 men. What made them flee? Somebody showed up. He who lives in the sister looked through the window of her eyes. Hallelujah, somebody. And they fled. Some of those who attacked that day are now members of CFT. I met them when I went there. Priests of Baal. I am saying this to you because this period is my birthday. And I've been teaching you since last week about what is Christ's faith tabernacle, who is Apostle Williams. If people who did not have personal contact with me like you do, but they read my book and did just few things I taught them. But to you, I have taught more than that that is written. I'm saying this for you to understand who we are as a people. What are you as a member? And what is expected of you? Because the clock of this world is one minute to twelve. And by 12, Jesus will come. You will agree with me here that the position of the world today tells everyone that something is about to happen beyond the control of the government of nations. You were here in January when God gave me prophecies about what will happen in this year. One of it is happening right now, the fire that, the, that is devouring California. If you are conversant with the news, I've told the people in the section, the video section, to go and pick out just the prophecies for United Kingdom. I played it on Friday when we gathered together last Friday. Just those prophecies and the prophecy concerning, you know, America and the rest of them, so that everybody can listen to it. The Lord told us in January about that the fact that we are in this year. United Kingdom will come to a place where there is no head. Alright? And the, the Lord says that the parties will divide. Their coalition will divide. And a new movement will begin from the division that came out of the division. And the Lord says that on that united group, we have no leader too. And I said, I saw a nation without a head. Now, this week, if you have been listening in the television, and this morning too and yesterday, you will discover that two people were announced 
who have decided that they will replace our prime minister. It's on the news. Two of them, they are formidable forces. You will realize that last week, they began to say in the party of the prime minister that they will pass both of no confidence because the, Bible, the Lord said by the prophetic, there is division in the coalition. And in the midst of the division, a new move arose. And you know the move, if you, if you watch the television last, this month, you saw thousands of people who, who protested. Never have you had such number before in the United Kingdom who are now crying for a second referendum. If you don't know about this thing, you should be deported to the polar region. <laughs> you are not a British. If you are British, you must know what is going on in this country. If you don't know what is going on in this country, I will form a colony for you among the polar bears. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. You know why I'm saying this to you? What is Christ with Tabernacle? You need to know. And who is Apostle Williams? Because in your knowing it, you will understand who you are and why you are here. Now, let me say this to you, therefore. Some people will say to you that, oh, it's by some anointing that people see. But I say to you that Jesus didn't tell me that. He said to me in the book of John chapter 14 verse 12, If you have faith in me, what did he say? You will do the things I have been doing. And then what did he say? Greater works shall you do. Why? Because I go to my father. Hallelujah somebody. Today I want to face you with what Jesus said to you. It is like the song that says, I have a message unto you, hallelujah. Can you, can you give me that song again? I've got a message unto you, hallelujah. Put it there for me. Find it. When you find it, I will sing it. Look and live, my brother live. Look to Jesus now and live. Is recorded in His Word. Hallelujah. That is only those who look shall live. Let me help you understand this. This church is sent by God as one among the entire army of God to usher in the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And everyone that God will call into this church who will remain here, we have a mandate, only one, to become the walking Jesus on the streets of our nations before the return of the Lord or before we die. It is not a place of a local champion. Let me help you understand. God uses me in prophetic, distinct and clear. I told you about government that will rule in America. I told you about government that will rule in England. I told you about government that will rule in Nigeria. I told you about what will happen in Asia. To date and time. I told you about when the economic crisis will ensue and it happened on the same day. Now I'm saying that because the Bible says a prophet that speaks and it comes to pass, he says he's a prophet of God. I don't tell you generic prophecy, oh, it will be well with you, God will bless you. That's not what I'm talking about. For the hidden things belong to God and things that are revealed belong to us and our children. Now let me help you understand. 
I have walked among you. You have seen the lame walk. You have seen the blind see. You have seen dead bodies raised. Who are still alive among you here? Not foreign land now. All right. You have seen me confronted devils going to the forest of evil single-handedly and cleansing the so-called evil forest of Africa. And now we are building in the old evil forest of Africa church. Our testimony is not a fiction but reality. You have never seen me defeated by a power of Satan or witch or wizard. Neither have you seen me exalt any power except the power of Jesus Christ, the risen Son of God. And let me say this, not only I, some of you went with me to all these encounters where you use your hand to carry idols and voodoo and you burnt them before their eyes, nothing happened to you. Do you know why I'm saying that to you? Jesus said, flesh keep back to flesh. You look like your parents on earth, physically, because you came out of them. Okay? So if God brings you under my covering, listen to me, spirit give back to spirit. The spirit in me must be the spirit in you, and you will look like me as God had made me. That is what is called Father, Son. So if I prophesy, you can prophesy. If I heal the sick, you can heal the sick. If I raise the dead, you can raise the dead. The knowledge by which I teach the word of God is available to every one of you. No one can tell you that you are less anointed. That is the uniqueness of Christ's tabernacle. Whereas you may have other people who may say to you, you know the place I am, you can never reach there. So not so in CFT church. Anywhere I am, you can reach there. Because Jesus said to me, what made me what I am today? Jesus said to me, if you have faith in me, you will do what I have been doing. And I want you to do what I have been doing as well. And I say to you, you can do what I have been doing as well. Listen to me. Anyone who follows a leader who has no eyes to see, should be ready to fall into pit, Jesus says. I cannot put up with a person who says I'm a minister of God and you cannot see. Come on now, which God sent you. I cannot put up with a person who says I am a minister of God and when the sheep is sick, you cannot bring forth healing. Then what's the difference between you and the members? I cannot put up with a person who says God has sent me and you cannot hear the voice of the God who sent you. Then you are not different from others. But then let me say this to you. I hear, I see, I understand, I note, and I warn. I direct by the Spirit of the living God, if that be the case. Because you are joined with me by faith in the Spirit, the unction upon Moses <clears throat> did not go with Moses to the grave. It came upon Joshua. The unction upon Elijah did not fly to heaven. It came upon somebody called Elisha. So I say to you, the unction upon me is upon you. The glory upon me is upon you. Come on, let me help you understand something. God singled me out for you. If Satan could not stop me from being successful, and when I say success, I don't mean it's condominia. Let me help you understand this. Success is to fulfill the legitimate aim. I was sent by God to preach. 
and I preached the word. I was sent by God to lead, and I lived by prophetic. I was sent by God to be a leader, a father, and I bring forth healing in the name of Jesus to those who are sick. As a man of God, I do not believe in failure. After I gave my life for you, having withdrawn from my career as a land surveyor and a mapping scientist, in my old age, I told you, let me go back into academics. In the field of law, I came up with distinction. And I'm not leaving law. I will read law till I die. If you think I'm not, I'm going to stop reading, you are joking. Either Jesus will rapture will catch me reading, or I will die in reading and go to, to heavens. I want to prove to you, if you walk in the ways of the Bible, all things are possible. We don't struggle for power. We don't seek for, uh, to be known. Alright? <laughs> we don't manipulate man or pajor. But we declare the hidden mystery of God in the intelligence of heaven so that mortal man may be reunited to his maker. If I do that among you, you can do the same. In this church, there is no such a thing as a, a Satan of my father's house is stopping me. It's impossible. There is no such a thing that the demons of my father's compound is after me. It's a lie. Because my own compound have more demons than any one of you. None of you have the demons in your compound like the demons in the compound of Oshodi Wally Williams. Listen to me. So, if the demons of my father and my forefathers have no power over me, let me say something to you. I will show you the way that you walk. And no powers of the enemy can touch you. But you have to walk the way. You have to walk the way. The way you lay your mat. God is not a respecter of man. And he's not a man that he will lie. In the book of uh, Revelations 22 verse 12. Let's see together what Jesus said there. Shall we read it together please? I am coming soon. Stop, stop, stop. We're going to read it together. I had my birthday celebration on Friday. And we all danced till 1 a.m. I expect that the dancing spirit is still in you. I don't expect you to read Bible like somebody who needs a cup of tea in the morning. Shall we read that scripture together with boldness? Behold! Can you see something there? When I taught you on how to understand letters of man, I said to you, whenever you read a scripture, always look for the nucleus of the matter. And most times, it's always in the middle or the end of the statement. What is the nucleus of this statement? I will give to everyone according to what he has done. Jesus is not coming again for you to pray to him. He will not answer prayer. He's not coming again for you to plead to him. His next coming to the world is to judge you and I. And he will give to each one of us according to the works of our hand. A student go to university or many students go to university, they are allowed maybe four years or five years for their course. Lecturers will input to them 
They will give them assignment. They will give them homework and everything. On the graduation day, nobody submit assignment. On the graduation day, nobody reads anything. Every student will go and collect their gowns. And the student who did not find their name in the past register, do not show up in graduation. Listen to me. Oh, I wish I had done good. It's too late for the day of graduation. On the day of graduation, another amazing thing is this. All of them will be dressed equally, but they don't go home with equal certificates. They will call them according to their performance of their deeds. Graduation day is not a day to cry. It's not a day to regret. It's not a day to lament. For lamentation or crying or regret cannot change the states. Your deed has been done. Listen to me. When Jesus comes back, there will be no time for you to change your ways of life. There will be no time for you to stop scoffing if you are a scoffer. There is no time for you to stop pajoring if you are a pajora. There is no time for you to change if you have not been listening to the word of truth and behave according to instruction. The, the, the coming of the Lord Jesus. It is not a coming that will give any mortal man an opportunity. Excuse me. Those who died just this week in California, if they knew they would die by that, they would have probably changed the ways of life of some of them. The fire caught them unawares. God told us in this church, I told you in January 1, I saw fire burning city. And the fire came from many cities and came together, became a conflagration. The only thing God did not tell us was that it was going to happen in California. But God described to us the manner in which that fire came. It's in the prophecy January 1. I'm talking about this January 1, 2018. We had it. On Friday, I replayed it to you. If we had known where, we would have probably gone to them and spoke. Even if we spoke, would they have believed us to pray? There was a woman in the midst of the fire. She said that she told the husband that I am finished. The husband said, run for your life. Because it's easy for some of them to see escape, but the terror of the fire paralyzes all their knowledge of escape. Let me say something to you. Hell is real. When a man is thrown into hell, God does not answer prayer in hell. If Jesus comes and you are not found in him, there is no middle way. It is hell. Anybody who did not do his will, we looked at that on Wednesday. It is hellfire. And in hellfire, the worms in hell, they live by fire. Man will remember every truth they have had. And they will remember how they have ignored the truth. And there is no mercy any longer. But for those of you who hold on him until then, your deeds will be before you. Jesus is not coming to die anymore. He says, I'm coming soon and my reward is with me. And I will give to everyone according to what he has done. Look at the next verse. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The first and the last, the beginning and the end. What did he say next? Shall we read it together? Blessed are those. 
again. Blessed are those. Can I help you understand? On Wednesday, we met together in this church. Because we do Bible study here on Tuesday. And last Sunday I said we would join New Cross on Wednesday this week. And what was the topic? Can a Christian born again end up in fire? And we discovered that yes, many already are in fire. Preachers are in fire. Apostles are in fire. It doesn't matter what your position is in the church. There are people of such in the fire. Already who have died. According to the record of the Bible. And we also saw what can make a person who claims to be born again to end up in fire. We saw it together, isn't it? The people, they believed they were serving God till they died. They believed they were born again till they died, but they ended up in fire. Because Jesus said, some will come to me and even say, I perform miracles in your name, and I will say to them, I know you know, you men of evil works. We recognize the fact, therefore, that it is not well enough to say I'm born again. It is those who do the will of the Father in heaven that will enter heaven. That is the reason why the devil set traps in the church. For people to do their own will. For people to be derailed by others. Did the Bible not say to you, Blessed is the man who, st- who sits not in the seat of scoffers. Not stand in the ways of sinners. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. So, therefore, if you join scoffers in the church, curse is the man. If you join pajoras in the church, it brings curse to the man. No wonder Satan sent his messengers into every church. In human form, I told you in the week, 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1. It says in the latter days, men will desert the faith. They will follow deceiving spirit and things taught by demons. And I told you, deceiving spirit walk through church members. Demonic teachers walk through the pulpit. Hmm. Listen to me. When you have a person in church that his life is to run down others... Don't you understand they are synagogue of the devil? When you see people in the church who, when others are successful, they mourn. Don't you understand they are synagogue of the devil? I told you, and I showed you in the Bible. When you see people who always discuss in their home about failures of people, criticism against people, don't you know that a child born in that home will grow with regrets because they will have contaminated the soul of that child and the child will grow in the ungodly way only to regret at a later age listen to me they are trust of the enemy that's what God told me and it tells you Go back to my revelations, please. Don't move from revelation. Leave all the scripture I will quote off my head. Blessed is those who wash their robes. You must wash your robes. Anything that can stain you, cut it off in life. Don't be a friend to a person that has nowhere to go and is looking for an accomplice. Don't be a, an intimate friend of a person who is a synagogue of evil, even if they speak in tongues? Satan speaks in tongues. Tongue does not mean mature Christian. It is godliness that reveals maturity. Listen to me. 
anything that will stain your robe, don't follow it. Be distinct from among the nations. I will show you a few things today before I stop. Look, you were born alone, you will die alone, you will answer alone. You will never say, my father misled me. It's not an excuse. Because you will show many people whose fathers are worse, but they follow the path of Christ. I chose at the age of nine to follow the path of Christ. In CFT, I have children. Look at them. Playing from the age of four, they chose to follow. But you may have other children who don't. What's the difference between the children that you are seeing here? All of them want to be playing, all of them want to work for God. Their parents bring them to prayer meeting in the week. But if you see other children that when others are praying, they are chatting, they are looking because their parents deprive them from daily fellowship with God. Listen to me. I told you a few days ago, God told me this. If you are a parent and you introduce evil to your children, God said I should tell those parents, in your old age you will suffer and you will mourn. Because you will live to see the degradation of those children and you will, your longing soul will suffer. And you will say, I misled them. If you are a child and you are listening to me, and you have parents where in your home is to backbite, is to pull people down, walk out of that discussion. Confront your father, confront your mother. The Bible says, blessed is the man who works on the counsel of the wicked. This is wickedness. Parents who engage themselves in sorrow, do you know what? They are going nowhere in life. They don't have any ambition in life. Whereas, when you see a house where it's only studying of the word of God, check the parents out. Maybe they are studying. Maybe they are climbing higher in their career. They don't have time for nonsense because all their time is occupied doing something constructive, business constructive. Children who are born in such families, they are blessed from the womb. Because their human mental is geared towards success. And they are deprived from influence that is negative. Come on, let me say something to you. You may be a single parent. And you might have been mistreated by your husband. And your husband might have left you. That does not give you gratification to be promiscuous. Because we know women who live alone and raise their children in the way of the Lord. That is the reason why you, if that is you, must raise your child in the way of the Lord. Because it is the Lord that can secure their tomorrow. So that your children will not take the wrong decision in life and suffer like you did. Maybe you made a decision that was wrong in marriage. I'm talking about washing your robes. Look, life is practical. What you put into your life is what you get. You can't blame God for what you cause. And after all, when God needs you, you are not there. You choose and pick when to worship God. You choose and pick the fellowship you go. So in the days that God needs to answer you, He will choose and pick what He will hear. Listen to me. Wash your robes in the blood of the Lamb. What is your purpose for living if you cannot live for God? Don't join thieves. God told me to tell you this. Everyone that has been stealing, God said he will make them blind. I'm not talking to CFT, I'm talking about the whole world. People see government money, watch out, and they shut and they will all get, be getting blind. It is because they have eyes, that's why they stole. 
People still in the church, they will start getting blind. Both pastors are members. Because they have eyes and they saw they are stealing. If anybody has been stealing, if you hear what I'm saying, go back and return back what you have stolen. Every penny you have stolen from people, if you don't, blindness is coming. God is sending it upon the earth to the thieves. They will locate them. They will differentiate them. They will strike them without mercy. That's what the living God told me. Listen to me. Wash your robes, he says. Blessed are those who wash their robes. What happened to them? That they may, not, they may have the right to the tree of life. Which means if you are a Christian and you don't wash your robes, you cannot have right to the tree of life. You cannot be with Jesus in paradise. If you are a Christian and you follow bad gang, bad, bad friends, you will die and go to where they go. Because if you allow the spirit in them to influence you, you will go to where the spirit go. Don't you understand? Look at my life in England. You heard the testimonies of people about me. Those of you who have known me for 36 years, 35 years, has my message changed? Impossible. Has my lifestyle changed? Impossible. Did I follow gang? No. Do I not know them? We are friends. Who will I be intimate with? Somebody who can tell me what heaven is saying for next year. That's my close friends. Somebody that I will look at his life, and his life is an example of the Bible. That is my very dear friend. I don't gather with them where they share money. <laughs> when the race to manipulate people in church started across the globe, I am not least among the apostles on earth today. Okay? When they decided to begin to manipulate people on pulpits and turn the eyes of people to money, I started going to Togo villages. I started going to Benin Republic villages. I started going to evil forests to get people delivered. That is where God healed the madman that is 40 years mad in, in Klorogo. That is where God demonstrated his power when we were surrounded in a voodoo compound in Togo. And then the angel of God manifested on the face of the earth, right with us there. I do not have the testimony of fraudulent money or wealth, but I have the testimony of angelic visitation and the power of the Most High. Come on, let me say this to you. If, despite the fact that they went their own ways, made money without peace, brought the, the word of God to disrepute, to the place whereby many people who follow them think that God is only God when he blesses. And if God does not bless you, he sees his being God. They might have made millions and billions and bought estates and houses. They might have money to go to every big cities in the world and have jets. To the place whereby some of their jets, they may not use it. Showing that they have some splendor and, 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 and wealth. I may not have that, but where I stand, none of them can stand. I know a man who was taken to heaven. Whether in this place or not, I do not know. I know a man who went to the third heaven, the paradise of God. Who saw inexpressible things. Let me help you understand this. I didn't follow them, but am I a failure? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. What shall become of Christ's tabernacle this world has not seen? Follow me. No one can say to Apostle Williams, our riches made you. 
This church had never raised money from anywhere outside this church for what God has sent this church. And nothing has hindered us from being what God wants us to be. Really, when we move into a territory, we send a landmark of excellence. Without manipulating people, without begging for money. Listen to me. One day I asked God, why are you allowing me to go to the field of law? The Lord said that, where I'm taking you? He said, ministers don't reach there. He said to me that there are people who will not come to church. They are, they are called the intellectuals of this world. They rule the World Trade Center. They rule what WTO, World Trade Organization. They rule the United Nations. They will not come to church. He said to me that I'm sending you to them. And for them to accept you, I must make you unique. I am there already. I am there already. Because you don't go there preaching this gospel. You go there talk intelligence of man. And be unique in an area they need. And then you can open your mouth and tell them about the living God. It has started. They investigate you before they can trust you. Google Apostle Williams. You will never hear that I stole money. Google Apostle Williams. You will never hear that I amassed wealth. I was born in Nigeria. This is what day is today. It's my birthday. I forgot. 18th of November 2000. And what are we? Let me tell you. I have so many houses. They are your houses. I have so many cars. They are your cars. In the nation where I was born, I do not I have not bought a land to talk of building a house. Okay? If I bought house in Nigeria where I was born, who will live in it? Lizards. So, let it be known to you. In Nigeria, my fatherland, I do not have a house. I will have a house in a short time because I will start to go there regularly. So, when I start going there regularly, yes, I will buy a house there. And I will buy it with my money, not church money. Understand me? My house does not have to be a villa. If it is one bedroom house I can build on a land, it's enough for me. As long as power to heal the sick is going out of that house. The lame are walking, the blind are seen. John the Baptist lived in the desert. And the palace came to desert. Our boasting is not in what we wear. It's not in what we have. It's in the fact that we can hear the living God. It's the fact that the presence of the living God is with us. And it's the fact that the devil cannot touch us because there is God in us. Are you with me now? To have houses is it bad? No, it's not. Because God said to them in Jeremiah 29, In the land where you are going, He said, Build houses and marry for your children. But this is what I have chosen. Before I build house, let me build man first. Let me build man first. And I think I have worked to retirement age now. I'm not retiring. <laughs> Let me crack a joke to you. I'm a very rich man. A few days ago, all my hair was silver. Isn't it? And it became so big. 
So from my head you can trade for silver. If you caught the joke. And then before my birthday my wife said, This your hair is too bushy. I said, here we come. I looked at myself in the mirror. I said, I look handsome. He said, she said, no, I'm in big trouble. If the one that should validate my handsomeness or handsome city, (laughs) he said to me that I look bushy. Who am I or who I am? To say that I am handsome. So she said, I will cut your hair. First day she didn't do it. I will cut your hair. One way she didn't do it. Suddenly he said, your birthday is tomorrow. She grabbed my hair. Sit here. I sat. She grabbed my hair. She took creeper. And she crept the hair. Is it creeper you call it? That thing? Creeper. Or grader. She graded all the silver. I said, you are cutting my silver away. She said, it has to go low. I said as low as what? He said point one. What is point one? For God's sake. I said to her, let me go to Baba now. She said, no, I'm your Baba. She said, this head is anointed. I won't let anyone just put hand there. She went, the whole air just fall out. And you know when they cut one part, you can't say no anymore. <laughs> oh, you look like that way. <laughs> I said it's too low. He said, no, it's not finished. When she finished cutting the whole level, she now said to me she wants to smoothen it. And another level of cutting began. Until my head, I can touch my skin. I said, I think, Junior, you are the one who cut my hair next. <laughs> because I was told that you two, you use scraper to crave their head. <laughs> I told him, let, let Junior do my head for me. He said, before you go to Junior, I will. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me say something to you. The way I look, if someone doesn't like it, as long as my wife loves it, that settles it. Okay? If I have clothes, I wear. If I don't have clothes, I go to Depot High Street and buy a shirt of three pounds. The shirt of three pounds I wear, as long as it match me and it fit me and it's good color. Whether you like it or not, that is my shirt. If somebody give me a shirt of two million, it's his own business. I will sell it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't see reason, legitimate reason why a shirt should be so expensive. Eh? <laughs> you are not determined by what you wear. You only need to look good. I'm not moved by the car I ride. If I have a jalopy, and others bring their Rolls Royce, I will carry my jalopy there. Before you ride your Rolls Royce, you must begin from somewhere. It can be a bicycle. I will ride my bicycle there. If you don't like it, God bless you out. And I'll be proud. I will pack it beside your Rolls Royce. Because that is my own Rolls Royce. Your Rolls Royce cannot do more than carry you. My bicycle cannot do more than carry me. So both of us reach destination. Maybe you are faster. I reach there later. No problem. No problem. Don't let the things of this world determine who you are. That's why you will never see me come to your midst and be boasting that this, this shirt is, is, is 100,000 pounds. This shoe is, is specially cut. Whether shoemaker made it or 
or butter, <laughs> whoever. As long as you wear shoes. Let me tell you this. This shoe I'm wearing was given to me by one of my sons. When I wore the shoe, he said, I, Daddy, I want to wear this shoe for your birthday. I said, okay. They gave me the shoe, and I kept it for today. When I looked at the shoe, it looks very good. As I came in, someone said, let me look at the bottom of your shoe. And I looked, ah, the bottom is red. He said, the bottom is red. He said, uh, uh, that shoe you are wearing is uh, Badu or something like that. See, there is one strange name. Ba? Rude. Eh? Rebuta. <laughs> they are speaking in tongues. <laughs> They are speaking in tongues. Can you hear them? Rich what? I can't understand what you are saying. Rich Buddha. Lubita. Lubiton. Lubi. Ruby. Lu. 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 Ah, Okay. Okay. They said, that's the name they call it. They said Lubi. Lubiton. Okay. I don't know what Luby is. I have never heard the name in my life. Uh Someone bought it. I wear it. If my leg does not enter, because my son gave me, I will force the leg inside it. Are you with me now? And I'm I'm not ashamed to say that my son bought shoe for me, because I have invested in him too. I wear the shoe, not for myself, for him. He gave me, I wore it. It doesn't make me. And if you give me a shoe, and your own shoe is Labiton, I will wear it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Rubiton I wear, Lubiton I wear, Labi I wear, anything I wear. Hallelujah. God knows that I need Lubiton. He gave me Lubiton. I wear it. Wash your robes. Wash your robes. So that you may stand before the King of Heaven. Look. When God gives you money. Why? Because He wants you to be a channel to others. Once you have the minimum comfort. The basic comfort you need. Build an empire in heaven with the rest of it. Are we together now? Yes, Blessed are those who wash their robes. They, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Now look at almost the end. The next verse 15. Shall we read it together? Huh? Stop. Outside means they are not entering the kingdom of God, though they may be born again. Confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior is not real unless you do what Jesus commanded. That is, Jesus is Lord over your character, He's Lord over your intellect, He's Lord over your actions. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I confess Him as my Lord and Savior. I forgive Him my sins, O oh Lord. And you weep and weep and weep. And after three months, you go back to the sin. Who will forgive that one? 
The Bible says, he that is born of God does not continue to sin, for he that is born of God in him keeps him safe, and the enemy has no power over him. He that is born of God does not continue to sin. That is First uh, uh, John 5, 8, 18. But if you look at First John chapter 2, it talks about, it said, this is how we know those who are born of God. It says they will not continue to sin. You cannot say you are born again and you become a sin practitioner. Have you seen a person who is a prostitute said, I repent, and then he went, after a few months, he went to go and do the uh, open shop of prostitution again. On Monday to Friday, she's a prostitute. On Sunday, she's a holy woman, lifting her holy hand. She's a pedophile. She's into sexual immorality. She's a uh, 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 homosexuality. And then she comes on Sunday and says, I am born again. Have you seen that? Joke. Outside are sexually immoral. If you are not married to a man, don't let him take you to the bed. It is fornication. If you are not married to a woman, don't let her entice you to sex. It is fornication. It is the fastest entrance of demons into human body. And when demons enter your body, they can stay there for 15 years before they strike. Are we together? If you know you are going to marry, then keep yourself until the time. If you are married, how can you have sex with somebody else and expect God's mercy? Defiling your marriage bed and expect God's mercy. When the evil spirit assigned to pass judgment shall strike you, God will be unable, as powerful as he is, to deliver you. You know, God is not reckless. I'm writing a book on God's jurisprudence. The soul that sin it, that binds man and it binds God. It binds man that when you sin, you die. It binds God that God cannot deliver from death the one that sins. You see, law is double-edged. When a law is made, it binds the citizen or the people that they will not contravene. But it binds the judges that they have to sentence appropriately whoever, even their own child. I would get that now. That situation says, outside are dogs. Dogs go back to their vomits. He's talking to Christians. Many people you sing, we shall meet by the river. They are burning in hell when you are singing. Because when they were on earth, their deeds were wicked. What we see in church is not what they are outside church. In church, they submit to God. Outside the gates of church, somebody else ruled their life. And when a man dies, he goes to the one that rules his life, not the one in church. That's why the Bible did not say, blessed are the dead in church. You may die in church, that's not, that does not guarantee heaven. He said, blessed are the dead in Christ. Are we together now? Yes, sir. He says, those who practice magic arts, a Christian celebrating Halloween. Don't you know Halloween is celebration of witchcraft? Is every English person know that? If you're an Englishman, you know it. Oh, they introduced you into primary school. Tell the teachers, don't touch the body of my children with that nonsense. 
Don't respect a person when they contravene your religious belief. You have the right to say no. Complete right. I'm in law now. One of the reasons why I went to law, let anybody mess up with you. It will meet me very well. That's why I've not stopped reading now. You cannot be deceived by an authority telling you that you have to obey a particular law contrary to your conscience or your religious belief. Such law is no law. Hmm? Beginning to read from section 8. Outside are those who practice magic arts. Oh, they are doing a sacrifice in your family at home. You send money there. You are a son of the devil from that day. Let me help you understand this. Worldliness is ungodliness. Do we believe that? Correct, we believe that. Okay. And if Christians are not careful, gradually you become what? Worldly. I have been in a meeting before. They were dancing, they were doing ceremony, and they were putting money on people's head. Alright? Ah, they said they are honoring them. I pity those who are ignorant. Only one dollar can give you 20 years problem. If they can put it on your forehead. Your head. Your head. Any man put hand there. Did you not read the Bible? Say, lay hands suddenly on no man. They only need to put it in shrine. They will mingle it with other money. When my sister was going to wed, don't let me go there because I want to tell you some other things. How many of you was a witch before? Stand up if you're a witch. You used to be a witch, stand up. Anybody? Converted from witchcraft to Christianity. Even if they are missing, they don't show up. <laughs> If you were a court member before, you would agree with me that people can take a coin or a dollar and put it on your head and the greatest calamity of your life just began. They will be dancing to you that they are honoring you. You say that I have Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will tell you that they did not warn you against that. That is worldliness. Let me help you understand. I am celebrating my wedding. Somebody is putting money on my head. And they are putting one one dollar on my head. Let me help you understand. Are they honoring me? No. No, Somebody is trying to show that he has money. And that I am a servant. I am low. I am so useless to them. That it's one one dollar they are putting on my head. They reduce me to one dollar. And the one who is giving one dollar to is a liar, deceiver. He will only change 10, 10 pounds or 20 pounds. And then by the time he do his hand like 15 times, he said he has given you money. Come on now. May you will not be one dollar reduced. And you too, you are, the person lying, posting as if he's spending money. The man who, who has bills at home, he couldn't pay. Is it not deception? So if by spirit of deception, hand is laid upon your head, what will you contact? Deception spirits. Are you with me now? What about people who will say they are buying souvenirs? I have told you <laughs> two things. Let me tell you this. You see this way I'm dressed. I went when we went to India. Uh, doctor, we were there together when I went to buy these clothes. I was doing shopping and I bought one cloth. 
I said, when my daughter, Pastor Elizabeth, is wedding, I will wear that clothes. That day, you won't know me anymore. You won't know me anymore because I have bought the clothes from India. Are you with me now? <laughs> and I told you, when my daughter weds, anybody who carries souvenir to come and distribute, the security man will not let you enter. You can only enter as a woman with small bag. If you carry handbag, they will take your bag from you. Because you are not coming for bag. You are coming to eat. We invite you to come and eat. So, somebody said, we are distributing souvenir. It's a lie. The money for the souvenir, give it to the, to the person who is wedding. Did they send you souvenir? Excuse me, did they send you souvenir? As somebody is wedding, you came there to eat, and you are distributing souvenir. Who is fooling who? They feed you with big money. You buy souvenir of five pounds, and you are distributing useless things that people will not use or need. Consider that. Or somebody went and they took clothes. We have to go there, God, just no problem. But you bought the clothes for five, uh, 30 pounds, and you went to your other mates and said to them that uh, it is 50 pounds. And you are making money off people. You are a thief. A thief. Can you imagine me now? My daughter wants to wait, and I tell the whole CFT that we are buying these clothes. People will buy it because the apostle said they should buy it. Whereas the clothes was bought for 50 pounds and we are selling it for 100 pounds. That man will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and he will be numbered among the thieves on earth who drop people. Heaven, he will never enter. It is our culture. The culture that will take you to hell. May God deliver you from it. Look at what the Bible says here. Magic, sexual immoral, murderers, idolaters, everyone who loves and practices falsehood. They will be outside. Go to the book of Revelation chapter 2. And we'll finish by this. Are you getting some information? Haven't had me. Listen to me. If you follow my path, on earth you will have comfort. In heaven you will have rest eternal. It says in that scripture, chapter 2, verse 1, To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. Look at the next verse. Shall we read together? Yes. Now, listen to this. I read to you from Revelation chapter 22, verse 2. I just said, I'm coming soon, and my reward is with me. I will give to everyone according to their, their deeds. And here he said, I know your deeds. What are your deeds in this house? I ask you. Some people come to church here every day, 7 p.m. to pray. Who do they pray for? You. If you are working at the time, we understand. But when you are not working, if you have it in heart, will you not join them one time? Every Saturday here by 12 noon, people gather here to go to this street to tell people about Jesus. Both young and old. Hmm? If you are busy 
some Saturdays, at least you will have a Saturday in your life that you are not busy. Why don't you join them? Why should your deed be Sunday, Sunday only? Have you seen somebody who went to class in university one day a week and came out with distinction? Really, he passed? Your deeds, you can't do it anymore when Jesus comes. Neither can you do any more deed when you die. Listen to me with your heart, I beg you. Jesus says, I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance. Let me help you know this. All these people coming for prayer, evangelism, they are there, they are in church, they join department, they work in choir, they work in ushers, they do something in church. God is recording it against them. <clears throat> are you with me now? Now, it takes hard work to be consistent in serving God. Prayer, all the hours of prayer, prayer 9, 12, 3, wake up in 12 midnight sometime, to 3, pray within the period. Read the three chapters of Bible I gave you every day morning. You read the evening, three chapters. It's hard work. And perseverance is this. <clears throat> you may be one of those who come to a regular, 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 but yet you have some things in your life. You are saying, God, do it for me, and God hasn't done it. And you persevere. Because you are not serving God because He will do miracles. You serve God because He's God. But your faithfulness to God, when you become a friend of God, God becomes your friend. God has plans for you too. It may not work the way you think. You persevere. Because if you serve God regularly like that, if things don't go the way you think, you will still have the perseverance that God will answer me. But if you don't serve God well, you'll be having guilt of mind. That may be because I didn't serve God well. But for those who serve him, hard work, God records it, you persevere. Look at what he says further. He says, I know you cannot tolerate wicked men, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles, but are not. Let me say this to you. You are not loyal to a church because of a name. If you hear a man, and that man is a counterfeit man, you switch off. You don't watch any man who speak on television. You check their words by the word of God. Those who speak nonsense, you switch them off. Oh, they said one man, man of God has just risen here. Another mighty man of God. You don't go there. If somebody called man of God, you check him by the word. If his life is not in line with the word, you pack your bag and baggage and leave. I told you in CFT, if you hear that Apostle William sleep with somebody and you remain here, your blood is on your neck. A shepherd that bypasses his sheep to defile the wife of his sheep should be the foundation of hell. And if I was God, I would not forgive him. Because God entrusted human soul to your hand. And then you told the human soul to follow God while you defile them. May their place be made in a desolate. You can't say I made mistake. Because you don't commit adultery by a twinkle of an eye. It takes a process of thoughts. Listen to me. Those who are counterfeit apostles, somebody tell you your name, your address, your telephone, you should know that he's of the devil. 
A man who tells you your name, your address, your telephone cannot be of God. Because God is not interested in presence. All the time I prophesy and tell you what will happen in America, what will happen in Nigeria, who is going to be the next ruler. Did you hear me telling you first your own name to try to gain credence from you? No, no, no. Prophecy don't work like that. If any prophet stands before you and begin to tell you those things, they are not of God. Because God does not try to prove that you are a man of God before. Let them tell you what will happen tomorrow and let it happen. That's a prophet of God. People are so naive and foolish in the, church, in the body of Christ all over the world. But they need to hear this. Ah, that man is hot. So you call you are cold. Then God will spew you out of his mouth. Let me say something. But you, if you have been full of good deeds, you have been serving God well, both at home and in church, and you have tested people who are false and you don't follow them. <clears throat> no matter what their name is, people who are false, anointing, 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 look, 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 take it, take it, take it, take words, take what. When anointing is coming, it does not need announcements. It doesn't need announcements. Peter and John said, silver and gold we do not have. Stand up. They are still holding meeting in the, in, the, in the synagogue when miracle has happened at the door. They didn't come to the synagogue and say, oh, let me come, come. Anointing, anointing is coming, anointing is coming. And they all rushed like, uh, God forgive. A sheep without shepherd. All those things are gimmicks of Satan. Anybody who seeks to get your approval is a liar from the devil. You have to test them and don't follow them. <laughs> I know that you cannot tolerate men, wicked men. That you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and found them false. So, if you are this, your deeds are good, you know, you serve God well, you don't compromise with the liars. Let me help you know this. I said to the, to, the mem- to the leadership yesterday, you know, in every church, you will always go through times of turbulence. Okay? Because Satan will always be attacking the church. Alright? In a church like this, many cannot fall because I teach the truth. Unless those who turn each in air towards me. But nevertheless, you will still have one on living in the midst of living. Somebody leave a church... Leader, I said God is telling me to leave this place. God is telling me now to go under somebody else. What does the church do? You let him go. Okay? You don't hate him. You don't quarrel with him. It's better for him to go so that you can, those of you remaining can follow the vision. And where he feels he should be, that's where he should go and follow the vision. But if such a man comes back, maybe he says, I want to visit, he can't sit with your leadership. Because that is deception. He already left you. So, a man like that has to sit in the back of the church. And leaders must tell, if the person comes near, you tell him that, sorry, in service you cannot sit with us. Because that will be deception. So, take your seat back. Do you know when people do things like that is because they want to... Use coming to leaders to try to deceive the weak ones in church. That, ah, well, it's still part of us. And they will come and be deceiving, looking for targets to fall among you. And I said, such leader, confront them. Tell them point blank. 
We didn't send you away. You said God is telling you to move on. So why are you reversing? A man who moves on does not reverse. And where you have moved on to, you should belong to their leadership there. Don't let anyone play pranks over you and deceive you. Are we together? Haven't you tested all the false apostles? People who tell you that this offering you are giving now, that's the one that will give you a miracle. What about the ones you have been giving all these years? Someone says to you now, God is telling me that there are 10 people here, they should sow a seed of 1,000 pounds. They are all devils and liars. Because the God of heaven does not beg for money. Listen to me. When it comes to giving, the Bible says you, you and I should give. The Bible commands us to pay our tax, our tithes. Yeah, he told us to pay tax. And he told us to pay tithes. Anyone said to you that tithes of the old, they are of the devil. Because Jesus said, you should pay tithes. Nevertheless, someone says to you that, for your miracle you have to sow a seed. He's a devil, he's a liar. Because Jesus said freely you receive, you cannot attach miracles to money. No, 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 no. Miracles come by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and his gift. And if anybody believes that because God used him to bless you in the spiritual gift, and because of that they stand to demand for money, come on now, come on now. If Jesus was doing that, he would still be in Jerusalem today getting money. He would not have gone to the cross. Those are counterfeit apostles. But let me help you know this. If you do all this, look at the next verse says, You have persevered and have endured hardship for my name and have not grown weary. That's a great man. What is the result of people who do these things? The next verse tells you what happened to you. That is, if you commit yourself to serving God, your deeds, you look for what you can do in the house of God, you belong to a group, something you render a service, you know, in the house of God, which is your own contribution to the advancement of this church. Let me tell you, this building as it is so, some people clean this place regularly. Every Saturday they come to clean. Some people, as we are speaking here now, you came in, some of you, Strange enough, you have them in the church, ignobles. They will eat something and they will throw the paper wrap in the church of God. They are ignoble. Their house is full of many wraps like that. Yeah, they are dirty people. They come to church. Though the place is excellent and gorgeous, but their own is just to take a wrap, they throw it on the floor because in their house they throw anywhere. Some people walk among you and pick those things. Because you cannot have a littered house of God. You use your toilet, some people wash it as you use it. Some people are standing there. These people standing here. They are not standing because they, they are making shoe. They are marshals. Their job is health and safety. They watch over everybody. There are some people who go to churches to steal bags. Of women. The women go to the to toilet before you come and see the bag. Because women carry bag. So, they watch. If somebody steals, they will pick him up straight away. Some of them, among them are police officers. Among them are medical doctors. If somebody has a crisis right now, 
that is a medical issue. They will pick him up straight away and they will do all what is necessary by medicals. Okay? They are a job. They do a job. Those who are nurses, they are among them. You have the ushers. You have the video people recording me. Somebody who did video stuff, social media stuff. You have the group working. Then you have the group that are helping people in profession. They will prepare members of this church on how to perform an interview in an interview. They are employers themselves. You have people who help them look at the uh, you know, CVs and help you structure it so that you can get a good job. People in this church have various groups of professionals and they use their professions for the advancement of the church. You have those who visit hospitals. You have those who visit those who are sick at home. You have those who, who are in charge of people who give birth. You have various sections in the house. You have people who are project managers. We have various projects. They, they sit down, look for how to get it designed, bring it to the right position it should be. And you, all these gifts in the church that people have in career, they are using it. Right now we have a solid law, law center here. All right? We have a solid medical center. They had medical uh, uh, seminar just a few weeks ago. Every month we have law review where people come in and law advice. And they have issues with their company. They have issues with employment law. But we give them free advice and we follow them. Or we write letters to the government, to, the, to their private sector. To make sure that our members are not just, you know, messed up in this church. What is your own deed? from what you have if you say to me that I don't have any profession why don't you join intercessors every Monday we pray intercessors only well those who are the will come but Monday 7 p.m. here intercessors gather to pray why don't you come to Bible study deed your deed your deed your deed those of us who come regularly we know ourselves and they have more information of what God is doing in CFT that you don't have because we don't discuss that on Sunday. God says something to me in the week. They are the one I talk to. They know it because they have to pray about it. And things are happening. Many things are happening that we know among ourselves that you don't know it. Many privileges and opportunities in your church that you don't know it. You have to commit yourself to a function. Everybody have a duty in the house. Some people are looking for power. That it is, if you have power, you have to sugar what you are doing with the one you have. Who is the, who is the rich man who will give a man money to do business? <coughs> because he has ideas. No, investors don't invest in an man who has ideas. They will look at you, you have ideas. What are you doing now? Tell me what you are doing now. Because if you are doing nothing now, with the little you have, if I put a million into you, it's going to drain. I put together. You must visit your deed. Therefore, the next verse tells you, no, don't go to that one. Stay the last scripture that I gave you. Go to the last scripture. Verse 5. Okay, 4. Let's see 4. It tells you in four, yet I hold this against you. <clears throat> you are forsaking your first love. This is where I want to stop. If you look at verse 5, it tells you, remember the height from which you have fallen. 
Your deeds take you to heights. Okay? Those of you who come to Bible study, you can recognize. On Wednesday when we are talking about Isaiah, people who have not been coming don't know what you know. And on earth, it's what you know that determines who you are. Are we together now? If people are committed every day, you are serving God every day, you are, you are working every day, you are weak, you are coming to prayer, don't you think you are the same with those who don't come? It's not possible to be the same. You are going to higher heights. It takes you to higher heights in God. But however, verse 40 says, says to you, some of you started well. What has happened to your zeal of old? You came to church regularly. Now you choose and pick. Look at your life now to your life before. God worked for those who work for him. Heaven worked for those who serve the God of heaven. You're forsaking your first love. Pray regularly before. Now what is wrong with you? It's a trap of the devil. You serve in different departments before. Now they don't even know when you are in church. Or when you are not. People will be asking when they see you that. I haven't seen you for a while. Whereas you have been coming. May you not be a non-entity in the midst of your own con- uh, uh, um, uh, congregation. People who serve, they know them. People who don't serve, you may be here for years. They don't even know you. They don't know you are in church. You must be relevant in any society that you belong to. It's through service. I would together now. Return to your first love. Verse 5 tells you to repent and do the things you did first. I will not read the last one. It, it will not be your portion. Because that last one says, if you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand. God will not remove your lampstand. Do you know when you see minister who said, I got you, in the days that God used to use me, he has removed your lampstand. A minister who used to prophesy before now, he can't prophesy. He is not trying to make us feel good. Thus said the Lord, I will be with you. I, am bl- I will bless you. You will see my glory. That's what prophet says. Prophet don't say things like that. Tell us what will happen that we may know you are a prophet. Formerly they will tell us date and time things will happen. Now it is the Lord is with you. I have now come. That's not prophecy. God removed their lifestyle. Because the sacrifice they paid before and they were efficient in it, they stopped it. Ah, when I used to have revelations in my dream. What's happened to you now? Your, your, your first love has been this. So lampstand is removed. You know what lamp stands for? That is what gives you light and illumination. May God not remove your lampstand. We are living in the last days, the ebb of time, where everybody who is a Christian should work hard because a night comes when no man shall walk. Let's stand up on our feet. We're going to pray for ourselves, and I will pray for you. You see, the prayer we're going to pray for ourselves is this. Father, everything the devil has assigned against me to hinder my love for you, take it out. Restore my, my first love, O oh God, on for you. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Let us ask God to restore our, our first love for him. Anything that hinder you from praying as you used to pray. You used to fast very well before. Now you can't even fast for two to twelve noon. Tell the Lord, restore me, restore my first love. 
Restore my first love. Oh Lord my God, I pray. Tell the Lord to restore your first love. My prayer life restored. My word life restored. My relationship with God restored. Oh sovereign Lord. Tell the Lord, let there be an awakening in Christ with Tabernacle. Pray out, let me hear you. Wake us up, O oh God. Wake us up, O oh God. Wake us up, O oh God. Revive us again, O oh God, that your people may rejoice. Let there be refreshing in the house of God. Jesus says, Walk when it is day. A night come when no man shall walk. Revive our soul, revive our body. Revive our spirit, O oh God. Tell the Lord, revive us, O oh God. Revive us, O oh God, King of Heaven. You who used to see vision before, tell the Lord, touch my eyes again. You who used to serve God before, tell the Lord, restore my service again. Let my heart serve you, the only true God. Tell the Lord, I want to live for you alone. Let me be an instrument in your hand. Tell the Lord, restore my soul, my thinking. Somebody is looking for peace and you are not submitting to God. Tell the Lord, help my heart to submit to you. Because you cannot receive peace when you are rebellious against the instruction of God. The Bible says, he that digger a pit shall fall into it. You can't plan against other people and expect peace from God. Tell the Lord, restore me, O God. Restore me, O God. Let there be restoration of power. Restore my power of old. Restore my service of old. Restore my strength of old. Help me to know you better. Help me to serve you better. Thank you, King of Heaven. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. I can hear your amen. The Lord told me to tell you this. Don't plot against any man. For he that diggeth a hole for his brother shall fall into it, says the Lord. <laughs> when you have disputes with people, don't judge them. Judge yourself first. Are we together now? Yes, if I have disputes with my wife, I judge myself first. I don't judge her. When I judge myself, I will be able to handle the disputes. He that is bent on his way, God said to me to tell you, shall not prosper. So what do we do? If I have this with my wife or have this with you, we both submit to what is written, the word of God. That's what we submit to. Prime Minister was asked a question in this week, last week, on the television. And when she spoke, I told mommy, that's a leader. That is a leader. I don't know whether anybody in this country, among those who are backing around her, have the brain she has. I am telling you divine truth. They ask her that with all these threats around you, 
Okay? They said, are you not afraid? And they said, would that not affect your decision? She said to them, I don't have to give a decision that is seen as a good decision. I have to give right decision. Because the word good is subject to definition of the beholder of good. And as a leader, not decision whether it's good or bad. The decision must be the right thing. If it is a right decision, then it will be good. Are we together now? I'm saying that because I want, I want to help you to understand this full resolution. Don't be a victim of Satan. Don't be bent on your own will. Listen to me. You can't find peace in it. Am I lying? You pray for peace. You don't pray for peace. No, you act to get peace. You don't pray for peace. You act to get peace. You have to sacrifice some time for you to have peace. And if you cannot pay the price, you cannot get it. It's good to be saying, God, I pray for peace. Forget it. God has set you the line for peace. You follow the path. Peace will be automatic. But you go contrary to it, fast and pray. You'll be getting pieces. You will never get peace. Are we together now? I want to pray for you. Father, there is a way that seems right to man, but the end is destruction. I pray for all these people. May you not follow that path. The path that looks good, but that will destroy you. May the Holy Spirit prevent you from following the path. Decision that look good. But it is a comfort, it is, it is just a decision pacifying that will end into regret. May you never follow that path. The Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord is upon him. May the Spirit of God come upon you. The Spirit of wisdom rests upon you. The Spirit of knowledge rests upon you. The Spirit of understanding rests upon you. The Spirit of discernment rests upon you. The Spirit of the fear of God receiving the name of Jesus. Hi. Every spirit of hell assigned against each member of this household and our children and our marriages. Father, every demonic spirit of hell that Satan assigned to hinder us from the perfect will of God, we banish them to hell in the name of Jesus. Everyone under torments in this house of hell, I command you, Satan, every spirit of hell that torments, I bind you and cast you to hell in the name of Jesus. Those who have been bound among us, I command their bondage to be destroyed. Those who are under chain, I command chain to break loose. I command the ragged rag to be taken out from them. Let a new garment be put upon them. The garment of the fear of God receive it. The garment of, dis- of deceit be taken away. The garment of holiness receive it. The garment of fear be taken away. The garment of boldness receive it. The garment of godliness receive it. It is written, The Lord Almighty has sworn, Surely as I plan it shall be, 
Kekaele tondas Brendo seklendos kiparandai Those who live in their past And their past hinder their future I command you and your past to be separated I say your past be cut away from you Enter into the future of God in the name of Jesus Those whose intellect and knowledge Hinder them from moving ahead in God I command that intellect to be disconnected from your spiritual The Bible says in the latter days Many scoffers will arise Scoffers are the people Who have been oppressed by a spirit that scoffs Anything that is spoken When the truth is spoken They will joke about it That is the spirit of scoffing So that that truth will not work for their life so that Satan can keep them where, they, where he wanted them to be. And they keep on struggling day and night. Sleep and wake up, walk to no avail. Sleep and wake up, walk to no avail. When others are having testimonies and great manifestation is happening to them. Such spirit of coffin. I banish it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The spirit that wastes human life and time. Engaging them in things that are not profitable to their existence. I buy them and cut them away in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Holy Spirit of God saturate you. If you came here sick today, you are discharged from your illnesses. I say, you are discharged from your sicknesses. I command sight to be healed. I command bones to be healed. I command joints of bodies to be healed. I command your muscles to be healed. I command love to vanish in human body. Every part of your brain, memory loss, you are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Someone says, I forget what I read. I always forget what I want to see. Your memory is blessed. Your memory is restored. The Bible says the memory of the righteous is blessed. I bless your memory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Forgetfulness, I command it to be departed from you forever. In righteousness, you shall be established. Tyranny shall be far from you. They will not come near you. Holy Father, I commit all these ones, and those who listen to me on television, and those who listen to me on the internet, to your hand. I see what is happening, what you have been stuck to happen in the new year 2019. I see the glory coming, separating the sheep from the wolves. In the midst of judgment, as darkness covers the people, I see a people who live in Goshen, upon who the light of God shall dawn. I see a new breed coming up, excelling in the things of this world and in the things of God. Father, everyone under my voice, I ask that you make them partaker of the glory. It shall not be a story before you. You will be among the testifiers. Father, we bless you. We glorify and honor you. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with hands given.